0: from The Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to The Hills Church have for a topic this morning above the atmosphere and how, and, and as I was mewling on this, the Lord was speaking to me all week about the atmosphere, about the atmosphere, about the atmosphere around us, about the kind of things that we're in, about what fills our minds, as to what fills our hearts, as to what fills every moment. So I heard like Ch- change the atmosphere transcend the atmosphere you know alter the atmosphere shift the atmosphere all these are words that convey what we're trying to say this morning above the atmosphere he who comes from above is above all he who is of the earth is earthly and speaks from the earth he who comes from above from heaven is above all this is speaking about the position in which you stand. If you stand above, there will be a sense in which that above position will raise you above everything around you. So the Bible says, he who is from above is above all. He who is earthly just speaks of earthly things is just limited and bound and chained to the earth. So God invites us to come and operate from a place called Above. Say above. Above. Say above. above. Hallelujah. What's an atmosphere? What's this atmosphere we're talking about? So sometimes when we hear atmosphere, you may think is, of course, there's atmosphere over a city, there's atmosphere over a nation, there's atmosphere over the cities of the world, but today I want to talk about personal atmosphere. Your personal atmosphere. So, Uh, We each, every one of us carries an aura, something we transmit. So if you meet people, you're transmitting, you're speaking, you're touching, you're engaging. You know, and that's actually how we present ourselves in every room, in every moment where we are. So I met a lady once who who said she's a pagan. She worships the earth. She worships the universe. And, And they, she says, I like your vibration, That's what she said to me, like, so I am vibrating to her, and she's vibrating to me. So that's what universe worshippers and pagans, today there are modern pagans today who call themselves worshippers of Mother Earth, and they call this vibration. So there are also occult people who call it projection, your projection, you know, like the people who would astral projection, they actually call this your projection. So, that's and then psychologists call it your mystical self, right? Your, how mystical you are. So psychologists they like that. That they, they say that there's a path of a human being. So the, the actually is the line between metaphysics and and your mystical. They say there's that mystical part of every human being, but the Bible calls this atmosphere around you the spirit of man spirit of man small s spirit of god is written with a big s every time you see big s in the bible it means spirit of god holy spirit every time you see small s in the bible is spirit of man so the bible says in the book of proverbs the spirit of man is the candle of the lord you know searching all the innermost parts of the belly, which means that if God wants to talk to you and God wants to engage with you, He uses your human spirit. Your human spirit becomes the access way for God to speak over you and for God to work in your life. What is this atmosphere that we carry? So, John chapter fourteen, verse twenty-three. Say, Jesus says, "If anyone loves me, he will keep my word." And my father will love him and we will come to him and we will make our home in him. What is that talking about? That's talking about a holy atmosphere that happens because we declare that we love God. As we love God, God leaves heaven. Jesus says the father and the son will come to the person who loves us. And we'll make our abode in him. So we become carriers of God. Do you understand? We become dwellers of God. So God lives in us. We live in the atmosphere of God. Say amen. We live in that atmosphere where God is actually nurturing us. God is connected to us and we are connected to God. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home in him. We will make our home in him. We will make, And our old song says, come, come live in me all my life. Take over. Come breathe in me. I will rise on eagle's wings. May there be the indwelling of God in our hearts this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. May someone break into a holy atmosphere. May someone who can feel the presence begin to feel this morning. May someone who is lost and caught off from the presence of God begin to receive that welcome into the courts and the corridors of heaven. May someone's world be expanded. May angels begin to minister to someone here this morning. That you will carry the very presence of God. That you will carry this holy ark, this altar, this personal place of consecration, this personal place of the knowledge of the presence of God. May He stay with you in the name of Jesus Christ. There are different kinds of atmospheres we carry. One, blankness. The atmosphere of blankness. And we try to push that point that we can't be read. Some people think it's a strength for people not to be able to read you. I'm guarded, I'm protected. Someone told me before, you can never hurt me. I've locked my heart. Do you understand? So, so some people even preempt you doing anything to them thinking that you are going to, you are trying to do something to them. They, they are stoics. They say, they boast about always surviving. They, they boast that they will overpower you and they will stare you down. Whatever happens, they tell that they are not vulnerable, (laughs) you know, and they don't trust the world, and especially you, who is talking to them, they don't trust you. Say to someone, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. Oh my goodness, you guys are not following me, like, you're far away from where I am. My gosh. Proverbs 28 verse 13 in the Aramaic version says, A son of man that will hide his evil will not succeed. And God will be moved with compassion on him that confesses to his sins and passes from them. God rejoices, not in your blankness god rejoices in your vulnerability if anything is wrong with you the first stage of healing is to open up that old injury and to pour out all the poison that has been staying inside god must do some surgery work on the inside of you so your blankness and your flatness and your inability to be reachable is not a strength it's not a strength it's a weakness If God wants to walk with you, the first thing he will take out of you is your blankness. You know, some Some of us, God must change our taste board. God must change the things that make us scream for joy. God must change the things that make us rejoice. God must change the things that make our blood boil. For some of us, it's performance. For some of us, it's enjoyment. It's like as if God is dead to us and we've replaced God with a lifestyle. So whenever we see anything of lifestyle, we're so excited. Whenever we see anything like picnic, party, oh, oh, Amber, we're so excited. So excited. Somebody's preaching along with me, man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can I tell you guys something? It's so powerful for you to be vulnerable. I know many things, but that's one thing. I thank God that I stay vulnerable. I stay tender, I stay gentle, because blankness does not do the work of God, and guys are especially guilty of this, we are actually trying to form like we are strong, and we are bold, and we know what to do, it's okay, yesterday was international men's day, I didn't even get one happy men's day, one so if I didn't get, how what happens, all of you brothers did you get? <laughs> Anybody online God on, happy, <laughs> okay, happy Men's Day? Okay, aftermath, happy Men's Day. Pastor Ideas wish all of you happy Men's Day. Just take it like that. So men just say like nobody will understand. So we keep it, we keep it to ourselves and we just take it in our stride and do our best. Just keep on going. We keep a blank face. We don't want anyone to read us. We want people to interpret that we are weak or we are crying or we are broken. We don't want it. We just want to be like, oh my God, I'm on top of things. I'm good. I'm good, guys. I started out, I'm good. Blankness. Second, atmosphere that can be around us, the atmosphere of hurt and pain. I knew somebody once, and if I see her, I see pain working on her physical body. She's carrying like literal pain. She's in pain. You can tell that her life has been full of pain. Where does pain come from? Pain come from people you trust with your life showing back bitter behavior, bad behavior, abuse, emotional, physical, mental abuse causes pain. And rejection is the top of them. We all feel a measure of rejection from Normally, there's no problem with the people who love you. No problem there. Guess the problem? The people you love who don't love you back. You understand? That's the one that causes us the most pain. And we feel it. So, Revelation 21, verse 4 says, And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And there will no longer be death, there will be no longer sorrow. And anguish or crying or pain for the former order of things have passed away. This is the end of the book. This is how it ends. If you've ever felt rejected, if you've ever felt abused, if you've ever felt pain, God has a solution for it. God promises to wipe away all tears. Amen. God promises to take away all pain, God promises to take away all hurt the people who behave badly to you, God will deal with it. Amen. Amen. You'll be healed from your hurt and pain. This morning, the Spirit of God is here to heal hurts. To heal hurts. Sometimes hurts is not what anyone did to you. It's actually how your life is turning out. You know, at that personal level, you carry that atmosphere of hurt and pain is even more another atmosphere is the sultry atmosphere so some people don't realize this but they are into sexuality sensuality they just want to exert use that sensual card so somehow is their voice is their movement is the way they dress even the perfume they wear or the gait the carry or the atmosphere around them. They don't know what they're doing sometimes, but some actually plan it, plan their sensuality very well. Today, I'm going to be extra, you know. And there are terms that are not, are not becoming of Christians that people are using on social media. Like something like they said, is she a snack or is she a whole meal? How many of you have seen that? Describing a human being in terms of their sex appeal is a thing where people create and wear clothes only for sensuality, you know, and you just intend, you just intend to trap people. I think guys even do it now. It's the thirst trap. In good the gym, you see guys all showing off their six. Yeah, some of them is not real six packs. I mean, jealousy speaking. <laughs> it's three pack or one pack. So who have one pack? <laughs> Just showing off. Just trying to speak with husky voice over the women. Hello, baby. How are you doing? And the idea is to entice, is to seduce, is to be a player. And the Bible says say to wisdom, You are my sister. And call understanding your kinsman. They may keep you from the adulteress and the adulterer, not only tres, tra and from the stranger with seductive words. Many times, even in church, people come and they don't know that they're actually driven by a sultry spirit, that they're seducing in nature, that the reason why they dress the way they dress is seduction, And that atmosphere just follows them everywhere they go. I'm sure some people say that oh, why are men, why are married men always hitting on me? Maybe you should check something that you a vibration you give. (laughs) You got it. So that's exactly where why I defined it from the beginning. You are releasing a vibration. People ask me once, Pastor Mo, you're always in the midst of women. Do they they come on so strong to you? Actually, it hasn't ever happened. So I said that it hasn't ever happened. Then Pastor Boomi George said, it's been happening. You're just not catching the signal. (laughs) Like, if you come around me, I'm just like, Rather inebriate, I'm drunk in another kind of way. I'm always like, Yeah, the Lord, the glory of God is just about to happen now. I'm just always like, Yes, the Lord is about to move in your life. Yes, are you ready? Can we pray? So, there's no time for me to catch your vibration. <laughs> Do you guys understand? The way to resist that aura is to hold on to wisdom. Wisdom, you are my sister. Understanding, you are my brother. You will keep me from the adulterer and adulteress, from the stranger whose words are so buttery. Wisdom will keep me. The wisdom of God will keep me from the sultry atmosphere as I come into that atmosphere where everything is geared. How many people, even on Insta- even in church, they'll be fly- fly- flying through their Instagram? And Instagram is just so worked in such a way that the algorithm of Instagram will always show you what you've been seeing. And if you've been seeing naked women, as you are flying through Instagram in church, the person next to you will soon see that. Sultry. And this atmosphere just arrests many people and makes many people slaves. And we don't realize that there is chains around this sultry atmosphere. The Bible says, don't look at her. Don't look at her. Don't look at her. You're jogging on the bridge. And she's jogging on the other side of the bridge. You will see there's a woman coming. You see that there will be something shaking in front. Cross the other side of the bridge if you know you can't handle it. Or put your face down. Be counting your legs. Wisdom will preserve you. Don't look again. You saw her in the side mirror. Why are you lo- you saw her as you are driving? Why are you looking at your side mirror to see who she is? Keep on driving, bro, before you go over the bridge. <laughs> People release atmosphere and we become slaves of the atmosphere that are released for us to drink, and we don't realize that we're drinking an atmosphere that someone is releasing. Don't be a slave of the sultry atmosphere. I'm sure some of you are wondering, what does this have to do with the walls of Jericho? You will soon find out. Something else we all feel is an atmosphere of pressure where people are waiting for you to commit. People are just waiting for you to do this for them, do that for them. Bring this, bring this money, go somewhere, pay for something. You know, from, from school fees to a bank coming to take over your house. There's just pressure sometimes. Sometimes it's so pressured. The atmosphere around you is so much pressure. But the Bible says in John chapter 16 verse 33. Let's read this together. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace in this world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer because i have overcome the world i'm here to relieve your pressure i'm here to remove burdens i'm here to break the back of yokes on your back I'm here to make your life much better. I'm not here to overload you with more burdens and more work. I'm not here to break your back with things that you cannot do. I'm not here to show you the things that are wrong in your life. I'm here to give you grace. Many of us, the reason why we're hiding from God is because we think like God is actually here to burden us more. As if God is here to put some more yoke on us. But that's not the reason why God is here here, God is here relief, say relief say relief relief, God is here to bring you peace in the name of Jesus Christ number four, we'll do seven and then we'll go on, it's a short message the atmosphere of anxiety and fear a sense of foreboding, palpitations worry anxiety depression, darkness, or even suicidal thoughts. You know, so many people have checked themselves at the hospital thinking they were ill. And after a while, the hospital says that, oh no, you just have palpitations, anxiety, just anxiety. It makes your heart to start beating faster. It makes your blood to start boiling, you know, anxiety because you are worried about many things. you're worried about many things Hebrews Isaiah chapter 51 verse 12 I even I am he who comforts you why should you be afraid of mortal man or of a son of man who withers like grass most of our anxiety caused by people caused by other people caused by the things we need to do, caused by timelines, caused by deadlines, caused by failures of all types, our anxieties. So reach out your hand to someone and pray over someone. Pray over someone. I say, I, I wipe away all anxiety from your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I release you from your fears right now in the name of Jesus Christ this morning you will not be anxious for anything but by prayer and supplications you will make known your request to God and the God of all peace who passes all understanding will wash your heart from the pain of your worries from the pain of the issues you carry in the name of Jesus Christ we declare a release from anxiety in the name of Jesus Christ no more worry no more anxiety no more anxiety in the name of Jesus Christ We release you. We release you. I release you from your worries. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray the hand of God will be mighty in your life. To heal you. To save you. To restore you. No more panic attacks. In the name of Jesus Christ. Receive the life of God. I the Lord am the one who comforts you. Why should you be afraid of every new situation? For God is with you. Even when you don't feel him. He's nearby. He's right there with you in the name of Jesus Christ Amen the atmosphere of meditation and worship the last two weeks, God has been speaking to me about awe and wonder. God has been speaking to me about wonder. And may we never, ever lose the wonder. May we never, ever lose the awe of who God is. May we never lose the freshness of the grace in God. May we never, ever get to a point of dryness in our lives. May we never get to a point when everything is so dry and tepid between us and God. May we never reach that point. Rather, may we have awe may we have wonder may you hear God may God make your heart beat faster may the worship of God cause you to to stand on your feet and lift up your hands may the grace of God cause you to stare in the midnight hour may the presence of God come into the place where you are may you carry the aroma of the field of God may you carry the place where sons dwell may you have that fellowship of the spirit may the Lord come into your room and have fellowship with you and stay with you that regardless of all that you've gone through you will know that God is good may God come in and may your meditations of him be sweet in the name of Jesus Christ you have value for the presence of God you carry the virtue of God you withdraw from the world into God you have meditation Yes, the psalmist says, I will meditate upon you through the watches of the night. My meditations of him will be glorious. You have holy contemplation. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. May your heart now be tuned for someone who thinks they are dry, who imagines that they are dry and far away from God. Right now, I see the Holy Spirit laying his hand on your heart. I see the Holy Spirit laying his hand on your heart. I see the Holy Spirit laying his hands on your heart. And all of a sudden, worship will be delightsome to you. All of a sudden, the word of God will come alive for you. All of a sudden, prayer will become warm and intimate. And you hear angels speaking to you again. Some of you have lost that place of sonship. I bring a restoration this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Moses knew this. He says, Lord, if your presence doesn't go with us, do not lead us from here. For how can the world know that we are your people and that we found favor in your sight except you go with us? Oh, lead us, oh God. Lead us, lead us to another place. Oh, yes, let worship be real in our hearts, oh God. Yes, take me, oh God, in meditations. Do you know sometimes you need to meditate? You know, meditation is different from Asian uh, meditation, Asian meditation says, You have to empty your mind. There's nothing in the Bible that says you should empty your mind. Trust me, that empty your mind is not the gospel. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Let your mind be full. Let your mind be full. So it's not about what you stay away from. You know, people who actually practice self-care, the problem with self-care is that you are trying to care for yourself by yourself right? So people who practice self-care and think like, oh, it's okay and you read this, right? It's okay for you to 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 disappear. It's okay for you not to tell anybody where you are. It's okay for you to cut everybody off. It's time for you to take care of yourself. How many people have actually finished that self-care and came back stronger? I don't know any. But guess the self-care that works when you're cared by the Spirit of God, when you meditate on the Word of God, when you sit with the Word of God and say, Lord, let this Word fire in my life. Ah, let this Word come alive to me. Let this Word come alive to me. Let the Word of God be richly dwelling in my heart. Let me understand what you're saying. (laughs) many of us who are fighting with the word of god how can you fight with what that which is supposed to heal you and you expect it to work for you oh i pray that the release of god's spirit will come upon someone today in the name of jesus christ receive that ability for the freshness of the atmosphere of god to be real in your life ah all you need to do is to turn your eyes onto jesus Many times we feel like we're far away from God. We're so far. But you're not far at all. The old song says, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful faith. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. May you learn how to turn. The Bible says, if anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away that veil is automatically destroyed that veil that stops you from coming in that veil that stops you from having that fellowship with God this is a call for fellowship of my brothers and my sisters here this morning this is a call for meditation this is a call for, for worship let worship be your normal way of life let the word of God richly dwell in you admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and the peace of God which power is all understanding will wipe away your blues? Receive the spirit, receive the freshness of the spirit, receive the awe and the wonder of God, receive that ability to meditate. Finally, expectation. Philippians chapter 1, verse 20:21. 20, I eagerly expect and I hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have complete boldness, so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. This is not talking about only good times. This, you see, living and dying, that's everything. Even if I'm alive, it's Christ. Even if I die, it's gain. It's not saying everything will be perfect, but I have this expectation that God will work in me. I have this expectation that I will not be ashamed. I have this expectation that there will be complete boldness when I stand before God. I have this expectation that my body will not fall. I have this expectation that the glory of God will redeem me. I have this expectation that sin will not have dominion over me. I have this expectation that I can rise in the glory of god expectation expectation raise your expectation this morning we're praying for this service and the scriptures we open was in Luke when the bible says that that Jesus was no more in the grave the ladies were expecting to just go and anoint his body but he had done better than that his body was no more there he had reason, and the angel said to them, Why are you seeking the living among the dead? He's no more here, he's no more here. This is not Easter message alone. This is a message for every day. The things that are dead inside of you are coming back to life in the name of Jesus Christ. The things that you're giving up, God is restoring them in the name of Jesus Christ. This is a time of restoration. This is a time of restoration hallelujah so in our text today we read about camp Gilgal where Joshua was walking through the camp and meditating meditating on the word of God the atmosphere Joshua had was the atmosphere of expectation Joshua was saying Lord, Lord I'm going to go against this camp Lord I'm going to go against Jordan Lord I'm going to go against Jericho how do I go? And he was meditating. I think he was praying. I don't know how Joshua prayed. We saw he nailed down and prayed. But I feel like some of these speed tracks understood some things about prayer. They had a way they called upon God. The Bible records how Joshua used to go on the top of the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. And was praying. I don't know how he prayed, but if it's me today, this is how I'll pray. I will pace in my room in Karuta Before any big project, you pray. Before any big assignment, you pray. Before anything that is coming for you, you pray, you pray, you call upon God, you grow your expectation. Say to someone, grow your expectation. Joshua was fully expecting the glory of God the atmosphere around him was the atmosphere of meditation Joshua was meditating on the Word of God and as he meditated on the Word of God then something came to him Boom! a presence appeared ha a presence appeared to him it was amazing he saw this man the Bible says this man was tall and well-built I like it in the movie it was a black guy ah the angels the commander of the armies of God is a black man <laughs> cultural appropriation <laughs> forget race God is not racist can I tell you something that guy stood touching heaven and earth awesome powerful incredible unbelievably tall and compelling in presence and Joshua quaked at the presence of this man, and, this, and they asked him, they asked him, are you for us or against us? And the man said to Joshua, it's Joshua, it's not about you. It's not about you. Before you came here, this war was a plan. Jericho was in the plan of God. So sometimes when we have the assignment of God in our hands, we think it's about us. It's not about you. Before we got here, God already had in mind what he wants to do. Before we got here as Ecclesia Hills, God already had in mind the people he wants to touch. It's not about any one of us. My favorite song, this song, this season is, Take the stage, Lord. Have your way. I'm just a vessel and nothing more. And when you're done, Please take the glory. I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. Expectation. Expectation. Raise your expectation in Camp Gilgal. A military commander, a type of Christ, appeared to Joshua. (laughs) And the command was march around Jericho. March around Jericho. Go around that problem go around it over and over declaring nothing actually say nothing just march around the problem march around the problem once a day for seven days people Bible scholars say that it would take one hour to march around Jericho so on the seventh day it means that they match for seven hours to match that seven times, they matched seven hours around Jericho. <laughs> and then at that point in time, they raised an atmosphere of expectation. It was a bad military strategy. You don't go near the wall of people who are your enemies, the sentinels will take you out. It was a bad strategy, thinking about it naturally. You don't walk without weapons. Carry the ark of God. That's all you're carrying. But there's something at work. There's something at work. It's beyond what you're seeing on the ordinary may your eyes be open in the spirit to see the atmosphere that God is bringing about may your eyes be open to see what God is doing beyond your vision there is the work of God that is going on beyond what you can see there is something God is crafting and building and and releasing (laughs) so powerful how in the end all they did was shout the shout, you saw how the shout joined the shout of heaven. The shout of earth joins the shout of heaven. When you have expectation, it's not just you expecting. The kingdom of heaven pays attention to the man or the woman with expectation. The kingdom of God pays attention to that. And some of you may be in Camp Gilgal now. There is a project in your hand. There is something God is expecting you to do. It seems so big for you. It seems so massive for you. And I hear the Spirit of God saying, Marjorie! your Jericho march around your Jericho keep my presence with you march around your problem march around that issue march around that challenge keep my presence keep the ark keep your priesthood march in your priesthood power for I have sent my fear against your enemies The Bible says everybody in Jericho was already paralyzed. They said, who can stand before such a God? Who took on Og and Sion, kings of the Amorites? Who can stand against such a God? Who parted the Red Sea for his people? Who can stand before such a God? Who can stand before such a massive God? Now, do you know who your God is? The problem we have is the problem of low expectations. Some of you are not expecting anything to happen to you today, even in church. You are here in church without expectation. Ah, Menka shila barota ma ik barun tei makarita bazolema randei mashakata bazula Salambri masalamrikotiza Don't just bring yourself bring your expectation to come Gilgal raise your expectation say the Lord do it in my life, say Lord do it again, say Lord move one more time, say Lord I'm waiting for you one more time Lord I'm waiting for you one more time, move in my life one more time, I'm changing the atmosphere I'm changing the atmosphere around me, I'm not just stoic I'm not just sultry, I'm not just anxious, I'm not just weighty, I'm not just depressed. I am raising the atmosphere around me, I'm shifting the atmosphere, hey, I'm shifting the atmosphere, I'm changing my paradigm shift your atmosphere change your atmosphere and may the God of glory come into the place where you are in the name of Jesus Christ may he meet you as you raise your expectation Oh, I'm believing for a miracle. I'm believing for the greatness of God to be manifest. I'm believing for my for my sins to be washed away in the power of his name. I'm believing for my marriage to be restored. I'm believing for the work of my hands to be blessed. I'm believing, I'm believing you. I'm believing you, oh God, that I will know you. That That this kingdom will be alive in me. I believe you. I believe you. Do you know what happens to many of us? Is that we come to the place where we become familiar with God. Come to Camp Gilgal. Come to the camp. It's time for you to preach to someone. Tell someone, come to Camp Gilgal. Say, come to the camp. Come to the camp of holy expectation. Come to the camp of holy expectation. Say, raise your eyes to the heavens. Say to someone, raise your eyes to the heavens. Expect more. Expect God to move expect God to move expect God to surprise you expect God to exceed your expectation for he can do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or seek come to camp Gilgal come to the mountain of God come to meet the angels of God the host of the armies of God come to the place where glory lives, come to the place where power is present, come up to the camp of God, come up to the dwelling of God Come up to the place where God Refreshes human lives Amen Finally I want to talk about Rahab Rahab was a queen of bland You could not see anything from her face Everybody knew her She had to keep a strong face Rahab was a woman of pain The reality of her life gave her pain Rahab was sultry That was a quality she needed to keep her business going. Rahab knew pressure. She actually had pressure whether before or after the spice came. They told her to produce the spice. Rahab knew what the anxiety looked like. So we read about Rahab from the place of Rahab the harlot. But this is Rahab in full. This whole story today is the story of Rahab. A woman who wore every single one of the atmospheres we're talking about today. But she didn't stop at anxiety. She started to meditate. If these guys can somehow partner with me. If these guys can somehow. She started to think, which Harlot knows the story of redemption? obviously many people coming and the news of the city and the fear of the Israelites coming to her and she started saying I'm not going to perish with this city she started saying I'm not going to perish with this city this destruction is not going to be my destruction as new people are coming to take over this land I will be among the new she raised her expectation she was a woman of expectation. She was meditating upon what this coming of the spies meant. She thought about it deeply. And when the moment of opportunity came, she could actually leapfrog that moment. She didn't just fall flat like many of us. You know, the devil will tell you you can't go any further and you agree. The devil will tell you this is the end and you agree. She was even a harlot. She was even a harlot. And guess what? Her means were unconventional. How did she cut a slack for the spies? She lied. So people were arguing. I saw theologians arguing, just studying for this. I just saw, watched some videos of theologians arguing, Will God use a lie to protect his people? Did she do the right thing or the other? I'm like, sometimes right. Many people don't understand God. God just wants you to turn. God just wants you to turn your intention. And you may not be perfect in day one but as you walk towards God God will perfect you do you know God is the one with the cleanliness he has the clean water what you're supposed to do is not try to wash yourself before coming to him come as you are come as you are but don't say this how I'm going to be allow him to what? to begin to wash you come as you are but permit him Permit the Lord. Raise your expectations Say to someone, "Raise your expectation." Like Rehab the Harlot, she shifted her atmosphere. She was no more sultry. At this point in time, when everybody was afraid, do you think it was her sultriness that took her out? At this time, when everybody was, do you think it was her anxiety that brought her out? She shifted her atmosphere to expectation. Say to someone again, shift your atmosphere, change your atmosphere, alter your atmosphere, change, modify, recalibrate your atmosphere. There's more for you in the place of expectation. This week, we have a conference. Many of you are going to just walk past the conference. Many of you are not going to know that God is preparing a place for you. God is actually preparing a, a fast meal, a big meal, a big feast for you, for you to cancel everything and say, this conference, I am going to make a priority. Some of you may not be able to know that this actually raise your expectation. God is preparing to move this house to a, different place raise your expectation don't be left behind my brothers and my sisters raise your expectation raise your expectation God is about to do something massive in this company of believers and those who have expectation will meet the glory of God thanks for listening to this message from the Hills Church our mission is to love people connect with family and touch the world Learn more on our website at www.ecclesiahills.org or email us at elo.ecclesiahills.org. At